Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Dharma Shea from The Brave Fitness out of Hilo, Hawaii. What's going on, Dharma? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Aloha, Alex. Thank you for having us. Uh, it's great. It's good to be here. Aloha, aloha. Is it? Yeah, nice to meet you. So how long have you been in Hawaii, first of all? Because I know you're from California originally, correct? Yes, uh, I think I've been here for going on 25, 26 years. There you go. And, and do you like living in Hawaii more than you, more so than the other locations you've lived in? Um, Hawaii is definitely a special place. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it, When I go back to California, I'm always um, a little torn because family's there. Right. But uh, Hawaii offers a really comfortable lifestyle. Okay, well, awesome. I appreciate you uh, joining, by the way, giving some of your time to talk about your business with me. Um, but yeah, let's not waste any time here. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with opening your own fitness facility? Um, yeah, so when I was in Korea, I started a, um, a kind of group down for profit called um, Busan Urban Training and with a friend of mine, uh, Scotty Hong. And uh, we would kind of try to think of a different way to pull locals and foreigners together to do a fit something positive besides drinking. Um, and it really blew up. And I think people were following my social media salt. They're like, hey man, can you bring that back to Hawaii when you come home? And I, I took it as a joke. I was like, no, man, that's way too much work. Um, but when I got home, I think the second day I was home, I was like, you know what? Posted online, started a group here. It blew up here significantly more. Um, and down the line, people asked us to like make a facility. And uh, it was kind of a joke. Uh, <laughs> And uh, eventually uh, I got my team to buy into it. Uh, eventually I built a team and uh, we built a small facility and renovated this old building. And, you know, eight years later, uh, well, I guess that started. So 12 years later from when we started the non-for-profit, but eight years later, since we've had the gym, we're okay. still going and doing significantly better. There you go. There you go. Awesome to hear. So you guys, that kind of happened organically, starting as a nonprofit, right? Training at the park. And now it's switched to where it, it is a, a straight on business. It's not a nonprofit anymore, correct? No, it's not. It's a straight on business now. Okay, cool. And how big is the team for you guys as of now? Do you have any other trainers or coaches? Yeah, so the team originally was like 15, 16 people. But um, when we switched from non-for-profit, um, um, I... I guess the best way to say is a lot of our original team like developed. And so one of them owns their own gym in town. Another one owns their own uh, studio. Another one owns a studio. And so they kind of all branched off in a very positive way, very organically. Um, and now our team is about five, five or six people. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So let's see the brave fitness here. I would love for you to give me your own elevator type pitch of, you know, the services you guys offer and what you do. Yes. So we have a very lovely, wonderful, powerful woman called Whitney and she runs a mama, um, uh, mama and cakey fitness. Um, and uh, sorry, cakey is the word for children. Um, and her program is really focused around empowering women and that has been one of our like 
most consistent and powerful programs. I'll come to the gym and I'll just be blown away with how many women are there in groups just with that energy, all supporting each other. And it kills me and it motivates me. I'll come in there and I got to work my butt off today because these, these mamas are killing it. Um, and I'd say that's one of our baselines now. Um, we also still have our high intensity interval training, which is kind of part of our roots from being in the park. So that's now a very small part of our business, but uh, we still have our uh, long-term members who show up just for that class. Um, and then we have our boxing, which we probably have one of the better boxing coaches in the state. And he's extremely committed. He walks in and all of his boxing gear every day mm -hmm. and goes straight upstairs and just works with his guys, um, uh, his guys and gals. Um, that is something that has been kind of beautiful to see blow up. Um, that's with Kino Carvalho. And then we have our strength conditioning coach, Vincent Liu, who's my business partner. Um, and he runs the strength conditioning for youth and he actually works with professional athletes as well. Uh, he, and whenever I walk in, there's a bunch of teenagers just doing a bunch of cool stuff. Um, and then of course I have my other business partner who's now a police officer. So he's not there as often he, but he's a strongman competitor. So every once in a while you'll see him running, running around with the yokes and stuff. Um, but, uh, and then of course myself and I kind of deal more with the business and more with the MMA and jujitsu, um, more so with the business I'd say nowadays, I'm kind of just in the background behind the desk um, or just talking to people to help them out. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so you're offering a variety of different type of services, classes, and it sounds like each trainer kind of has their own type of program. Do you, do you have your trainers? Um, are they 1099 workers or W2? Yes. Are they like um, all of the, all of the trainers are 1099, our personal trainers as well. Sorry, I didn't mention you guys, but you know who you are. Um, uh, they're all 1099 workers. Um, only by business partner is the only one who kind of goes on our same tax record. Okay. Okay. And so do you have them pay like a, like a monthly, monthly rent for the service that they're giving, or is it more so you take a percent of each sale? Um, no, we have a kind of, they just sign people for membership and we take the membership. They take whatever is separate. Mm. It's funny because when people contact me, a lot of times they'll ask like, Oh, so how much are their service? I'm like, you have to contact them directly. It's a different service. Um, but I can give you their information and it actually works a lot better. Um, when I see they're thriving, um, it, you know, it just makes me feel well as well. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. So that's the reason why in some ways you're trying to push this open gym membership, right? Cause that's the revenue that goes straight to the business. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Anyone who signs up uh, through them uh, still has to sign up through us. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So let's see here. How, how many members are you currently sitting at right now? um for whole this area um that is a question that vince specifically handles I'm sorry. no worries um, no worries no that's not even an important question for you to answer so let's say this so with the amount of members that you're sitting at right now what does the future look like to you are you trying to see some rate of growth at some point are you happy with the numbers you're at i do want to see some growth um because our facility is not as large as I'd, I'd like it to be, um, I don't want, to, and it's always been a very interesting conversation. People say, hey, do you, don't you want more members? And I'm like, we want to keep our member growth um, not too aggressive because yeah. the members who love our gym, 
they really love the dynamics. And when we've had like huge influxes, it's always led to more issues just because there's not as much space. So we want more members to utilize different services that we offer so they can find the perfect time blocks for them. And so far since we switched to that model, oh, it's been significantly more successful, significantly more successful, allowing members who want to be there. Um, for example, my partner, she doesn't like being there when there's a lot of people. So she has uh, a fingerprint access, so 24-hour access. So she comes whenever she wants to, when she knows people won't be there. And then people who want to be there when everyone's there, they can show up during those times. And so we're trying to kind of cater more to the different dynamics of people, the introverts and the extroverts and the ambiverts. Uh, so everyone kind of feels comfortable in their space. Okay. And as far as like um, acquiring clients here, are, is your team expected to find their own clients, market for themselves? Yeah. So whenever we bring someone on the team, I have like one big question, like keep in mind, they'll tell me about their experience. They'll show me their certifications. I'll say, to be honest, there's one thing I'm concerned about. Where do you see your vision aligning with our vision success? And we've had many people who have amazing resumes who did not pass the interview because they could not answer that question. And I always give them like two days, just think about it, ask me any questions. And um, what we find is that people who are able to see their business thriving and they can explain how their business thriving uh, um, um, matches into our vision or is successful with us, um, they do amazingly well, amazingly well. Matter of fact, I will always say, my tr the the independent contractors make way more money than I make out of this gym. Way more money than I make when some of them have allowed me to see what they make. Um, and that's completely fine for me because I literally want them to feel like they're supported. They're in an environment that nurtures them. Um, and by them being successful, it makes us successful because of our model. Um, and so our trainers are extremely loyal, extremely loyal. Um, they do all of our marketing. I don't do any marketing, which is something I probably need to change. But because they market so well out of our facility, people know us because of their success. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and so does that ever put, you know, some type of damper or stress on you as the business owner with the way things are set up, you know, and not being able to, to maybe take home the amount of cash that you want compared to your trainers? Um, no, because um, our business has like multiple um, I guess streams of income. And one of the other areas I'm in is, um, equipment sales. Um, and so I, I sell home equipment and I do a lot of imports. Um, our business, uh, being uh, successful with, uh, strength and conditioning really allows, uh, to support our credibility and us having so many competitors. And so that really provides me with my own personal income, but the gym also provides me. Uh, with that just because our, if our members goes up then the percentage that i'm able to take home goes up as well too okay. and so by them continuing to build their platforms uh, allows our gym to kind of like you know we're at the point now where we really have to look at opening another facility because of these dynamics um, um so being on the business side has its pluses the managerial administration side um and if we, we have had trainers who left and so I remember I was asked, hey, you know, how, well, then how does that work if you lose a trainer? I'm like, well, we have a model that works as well, too. Um, you know, we, we, we allow certain funds to go into certain avenues, but we also ensure that we have a particular amount of income always coming in just based off our member base. 
Um, and so that's why I focus on the service aspect. Service aspect does not affect our, uh, our team, our independent contractors. Their income isn't affected by it. So by them supporting those services, um, like supporting members to sign up for those services, it only allows us to be more lucrative. And it doesn't actually have anything to do with their services because they don't provide services during, I know it's slightly complex, but they don't provide services during those timeframes. And so by me focusing on that, it allows me to just focus on our gym services. By them just bringing people in, that just uh, uh, complements what I'm trying to do. Okay. Okay. So, so for the big picture for you right now, as far as, you know, heading into this next year, 2023, would you say it's more so to continue growing your facility now or move to that bigger space? Um, moving to that bigger space. Well, it, it's a mixture of both because that bigger space is uh, Hawaii is very limited on commercial property. Um, and so that bigger space is going to pop up when it pops up. We have a very healthy relationship with the, um, the, the people we lease under. So um, I, we're not in any like major rush, but um, I, yeah, I, de I, def I just came yesterday from looking at another small facility just to consider to start another small facility somewhere. Um, but the reality is it's just finding the, I imagine you, you know, in California, it's finding the proper place and the right location. It's, it's very challenging, of course, for the right price because real estate is so high right now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, juggling like the multiple roles of being at the gym and also being out here trying to negotiate things has been um, has been challenging. But um, I also uh, know that it's not just us. It's just the current setting. Okay. So, and, yeah. And um, go ahead. Enough. So focusing on the services, focusing on I just had a meeting with uh, the boxing coach Kino yesterday. And I was like, so what tools could we add? Because like, your team's growing. So they're going to need some new stuff. And he was like, I want this particular item from Europe, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, send me the link. Let's get it. Um, so right now I'm just trying to make sure that my team feels supported. They have the tools um, and, you know, they're going to be successful because I, I have seen directly how them being successful has only like uh, complemented our business over the, over the years in our model. Okay, awesome. And when you say focus on, you know, the services you're offering, is there anything new that you're trying to grow from within your business or new services you're trying to add? Yeah, so I, the, the service we just started is 24-hour fingerprint access. And so the facility stays secure once we're closed technically, so no staff are there. Um, so we installed, we have cameras on the outside of the building, uh, inside of the building at all angles, basically. And so members can come in there, use the sauna when they want to, use the martial art area when they want to, use the downstairs area, and it's completely secure. No one can come in unless they have the fingerprint as well too. As soon as you walk through the door, your face is on camera, your fingerprints <laughs> there. Um, and so it, you, you go there feeling secure. So I came there late one night just to kind of see if anyone was there and sure enough there was like two people working out and I talked to them and they were just like this is so helpful it's like I have the gym to myself yeah. I can go sit in the sun I can read a book after it's quiet or it can be as loud as I want it to be by hooking up to this system and so allowing people to kind of feel more comfortable in the space um, and these are some of these people are like serious power lifters and whatnot and yeah. so getting that like opinion um, and, I, and I'd ask them well what's the difference Besides, there's one other gym that has 24 hour access and they're like, this is my space. 
that's what they say. This is my space when I come here. It's just so comfortable. Um, I also know you guys. I also know that you guys like will adjust if I need something. You guys will work with us. And so what we've been trying to do is kind of get more feedback from the members who use the service. Um, but you know, that's a that's a for me, I look at that as a three-month process of feedback loop. And then at the end of the summer, so at the end of August, I plan to either do a promotion to pull more people in after we make a few changes to kind of perfect the system. This is the first time we've done this. So that's my end of the goal thing. End of the uh, year goal is that we uh, improve this process a little bit more um, and actually add one more service that I've been looking at on the side, but I haven't completely worked that out yet. Okay. Okay. And I know you've added about, you know, 15 to 20 people for that open gym based membership model. Yes, Where, yes. Is there a certain number that you're trying to take it? Cause I know obviously you don't want to water down the service, you know, fill in just in the namesake of getting new members here. Is there a, a, you know, a cap number for you? Yes. That's a really good question. So when my team asked me like, Oh, so what are we trying to get a hundred people for this? And I was like, no, we don't want a hundred for this. And the primary reason why, if we had a hundred people using that service would no longer be exclusive. Um, and those people who are coming in who don't really want 20, I mean, don't want to, 20 other people working out right next to them. They're going to feel pretty uncomfortable. So um, our goal, our, our cap would be relatively under 100. I'm not exactly sure what that number is right now because we're still playing with how many people are there at night. Um, also, security is a big concern. If you have 100 people going through there at night with fingerprint access, there's a chance someone leaves the door open. Um, and you put your whole facility at risk when you do something like that. So I would say right now, I would like to have 50 people just on that service um, by the end of the year. So not that much, but with the potential of 100. But after we get to 50, we'll be able to see like, okay, how is it functioning? How is it, is it staying clean? Are our members actually following the protocol? Right. Because you, you are still dealing with people who are coming in, they're tired and maybe they're leaving their equipment somewhere. We also don't want to risk anyone getting hurt. The, the gym dynamic is there's so many variables. And so when I come in in the morning, I kind of look around to see, if, are things clean? What I found is the people who are using that service are immaculate. I come into gym and it's like, has, was anyone even here? Um, and so we want to kind of keep pushing those standards. Um, and I may have to change the procedures a little bit, but I just right now is maintaining that quality of service. Awesome. Okay. And, and so, you know, for filling up this new service that you're doing or the open gym model, what type of things are, are you doing to aid that growth process? Yeah. So I've been working with the marketing a bit more maybe not me directly, but uh, my business partner, Vince, and I'm trying to get more consistent with it. Um, I kind of do more of the digital work. And so okay. uh, we have some promotions coming up and I, I'm kind of focusing on that. Um, uh, Vince is focusing on getting it out there more so on a regular schedule. Um, because before I, I, I was pretty infrequent about posting, but he seems to have that down. Uh, one thing I'm trying to do is uh, focus on getting more, in general for our marketing, getting more um, uh, bulk footage at one time and then uh, managing the reels and then having the reels be more connected to our marketing campaign. And this is something I learned from a marketing friend. He's like, you don't need to do video footage every day. You just need to focus on getting a lot of content at one time or two times and then chopping that up 
and utilizing that throughout um, your marketing uh, phase or period. And so that's a new thing for me. I bought a few more toys, a gimbal and walking around the gym, but a lot of people don't want to be on camera. So it's just finding the right people who are comfortable in the right time blocks. Um, sadly, I'm there when a lot of people are there. Um, so it's like the worst time to record because a lot of people don't want to be on camera. Um, so it's, it's, it's a process, especially after COVID, a lot of people are even more cautious about being on camera. Um, so yeah, I, I'm figuring it, it out. There you go. I, I mean, we've talked about having to wear all the hats. I think, I mean, I started running ads on, on Facebook and Instagram in what, oh, 20, yeah. 2016, and which is technically supposedly the golden era of those days. And I definitely lost a hell of a lot more money that first year trying to oh my figure gosh. out how to do everything correctly, how to, you know, film a creative, how to have a good compelling offer. Um, so no, I commend you for doing that. So, so the content that you're recording now, are you using that for organic posting or for actual paid advertisements? Organic posting for the most part, I was doing paid advertisements, but because on Facebook was the primary area I was utilizing my ads, um, I got restricted because I guess one of the, I was selling my gym equipment, I guess uh, somehow that because we probably. were a fitness page anyways, they blocked us from doing ads. And so I've been dealing with that for a year and they just oh, have wow. not removed it. And so I'm like, so I can't use Facebook ads, which yeah. is what I've been working on for three years. <laughs> um, if you now, did fix it, yeah. if you did fix it, right. would you continue down that route of still trying to use a digital marketing? I definitely want to use, I definitely want to use it, utilize it a bit. Um, it was very effective for, for selling equipment. Um, but I realized I need to figure out a different way if Facebook is going to block that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the midst of considering just consulting someone who does marketing for gyms, just so I can kind of figure out what's the best way around this. Um, um, especially because it, it, the, the fitness side, the fitness equipment side of our business is the majority of the revenue. So it, it is something I need to figure out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. And, and so let's see, what kind of is your, your process here for when you do get a lead? Let's say it is myself, right? And I yeah. maybe heard about you from friends or family or saw a post. I'm interested in what you have going on. What's your process to turn me, you know, into a paid member? Yeah. So, you know, it all depends. I really try to get people to come in. That is like, in in the most non-aggressive way, I try to get people to come in. I try to sort of, I ask them like, hey, what are you interested? Whatever else. Generally people hit us up and they have a very specific question. They're like, do you have a sauna? Or like, do you have kickboxing? Do you, they'll, they'll, they'll lead with that. Hello, you have kickboxing. Uh, <laughs> and so I'll try to uh, kind of sweeten that. And I'll respond in a way that talks to, talk talk to them about our schedule. Cause I know they're going to want information on that. Talk to them about the class and our approach. Um, and I really try to make it welcoming. Uh, now this can be, sometimes I'll do a little bit background. I'll look at their profile and be like, Oh, is this person a fighter? Or is this person just uh, someone who's just getting into this? Yeah. And I'll kind of cater my message to what, what I can take from their profile. Um, and then from there, I always try to leave, I always try to finish with, Hey, you know, if you come in, you can just check it out. Um, you're welcome to just stop by. And a lot of times that works really well. Um, and I think for a lot of the people who are interested, Hawaii has so many people moving here constantly. 
Um, they have no idea what our facility is. They have no idea who we are. They just see we have positive reviews. And so when we get them through the door, almost, I'd say about 90% of people who walk through the door, who are there for our gym. There's a gym next door who uh, we've worked with for years, um, who are there for our gym, uh, sign up about 90%. Um, and then the retention on those people, because some of them are more transient, is definitely in our lower percentage. It's normally people who live here long-term, who stay with us long-term. Uh, long Shorter-term people, of course, their dynamics are a little bit more different. Cool, man. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so basically, you know, you kind of figure out, hey, why are you coming here? What's your goal? You know, what's the big picture for you? Um, do you offer any type of like free classes or anything like that? How does yeah. That so I, we only offer free classes to people who request them or state some form of interest. Like, but we avoid the free. Yeah, I, I tell people straight up, if if they don't have an idea, like, if they hit us up, hey, can I get a free class? Um, I'll ask them like, well, what are you interested in? Yeah. Um, and a lot of times people are interested in like our, our contractor services. So we can't give them a free class. Um, and so it's, uh, it's a mm -hmm. thing of, oh, you're interested in the boxing. Okay, that goes through um, this Aquino. Um, here's his information. You can contact them. He's a really nice guy. You should come in and talk to him. But their services are quite expensive. So I, I don't want to give, well, relatively expensive. I think they're actually a great price for, for the value. Right. Um, but we can't just give them a free class for those particular services. If it's our service, I'm like, yeah, come through. Come talk to me. We'll work it out. We'll get you in here for a day. And 90% of the time, people are like, okay, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, class is at five. It's, two, <laughs> it's one o'clock. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So, so, so Dharma, another question, or at least topic I like to touch on here. Um, if you're, I mean, your idea for the perfect business, right? If you had like a magic wand, a magic yeah. business wand here, and you could tap your business, have it be in the exact position that you want it, what would that really look like to you? Um, a facility that we owned um, uh, via the land and the building in um in hawaii um that had the 24-hour service like ran through similar to how our business model is um and now and uh, had a dedicated martial arts area a dedicated functional area and a dedicated traditional area currently our traditional and functional area are kind of mixed our martial area is separated but um, yeah, we definitely need to expand our space uh, because one aspect of our martial arts is not able to function just because we don't have enough space. Um, so that would be ideal. Um, a small expansion of our team, um, possibly a larger expansion, uh, I mean, a large expansion with personal trainers. So more personal trainers would be great. Um, I think even now we could probably use one or two more personal trainers. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, one caveat to all this, I travel most of the year, so I'm not even here. Okay, um, okay. makes sense. Um, and so the business runs itself. And so I would like our model to continue where everyone who's there, I remember I asked uh, half of my team's on a vacation. And so I asked the, the team who is uh, staying here. I'm like, how, I'm like, how can I help? You know, I'm here besides this normal stuff I drop in and do. I'm not going to go on the vacation with them, I told them, because um, I just got back. And they were like, everything's covered like, <laughs> like <laughs> I, we don't even need you here actually. yeah basically and it was a weird kind of like ouch at the same time i was like it's efficient it's working yeah, um, yeah you know that's what that's what i designed from years ago how can i do this where i don't need to even be here at all um and all i do is just make things better in the background so yeah uh, i want to keep things going 
at the same time expand. And is there any boxes you need to check or anything that you need set up before you make that jump of expanding to a bigger location, right? Because, you know, with a bigger location comes, especially in Hawaii, bigger prices, that means you need to drive more members. And, you know, especially even if you're, if you're relying on your, your trainers to bring all the members, you know, that could, that's kind of something that's up in the air that might be a little nerve wracking before making that switch, right? Like, Hey, are these guys going to be able to market themselves like that? That is a really, really good question. So yeah, I thought about that. Um, I, I would probably rely on, I'm not going to say traditional marketing, but rely on us marketing a little bit more. Yeah. Originally, we marketed for our trainers. Um, then I found that pulling trainers who are into marketing for themselves worked a lot better. Um, because I found that trainers who came in are like, hey, can I use your members? Those trainers generally did not have the drive, did not have the they weren't actually building their business. They were right. just kind of getting clients. And so I would like to maintain that model, but I also would like to be at the point where we actually have our own marketing system beyond our co-marketing system. So yeah, you're definitely correct on that. Right now, what currently works because we're limited to the amount of space, it works, but at a larger facility, I always say, I'm like, oh yeah, we shoot a marketing campaign. And I look at how many people we have inside and I'm like, ooh, this could be bad. Because <laughs> members already complain about Hey man, you got like you got a whole group of people on all the squat racks, and you guys got six squat racks, um, the most in town. Um, and it's a it's a it's a challenge certain days, and I can feel their frustration. Yeah. Um, so it's you you are correct, and at the same time, I'm trying to be reasonable. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Okay, cool, man. Cool. So, so we know what you want for your business now, right, Dharma? We know you obviously have a passion for you know, not only the team you have, but the services you're offering, helping people reach their goals, change their lives. Yeah. Um, but, but what is it that you want from the business at the end of the day? What do you want the business to give back to you and your family? Um, so personally, um, I've got to the point where the business isn't a huge financial marker for me, which allows it to be a really big passion marker for me. Um, and for me, I really want to see, um, and the most genuine way, coming from a non-for-profit stance where we weren't making any money and we did it for uh, four plus years. Um, for me, I really want to see my members succeed in whatever area they're in. And most of my members know that. They know like Dharma got your back or, or they don't talk to me because they're like, this guy is super serious working out. Um, um, but the members who talk to me, they, uh, who talk to me regularly, I would say, they really know that, oh, I invest almost everything I make from the gym. I just buy new equipment. I'm just, okay, well, I do, uh, we just threw in a rock wall. As soon as COVID hit, we built a rock wall uh, for a large rock wall area. We're like, oh, perfect time to do renovation. Uh, another time, uh, things had to shut down. Oh, we added extra floor. We added like 900 square feet of flooring on the second floor. We're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so for me, it is, I want to see my members successful. I want to have a facility where we can pull in more people who are serious about reaching that next level. I definitely want martial arts to grow as a focus for us, particularly jujitsu, because that's my own passion. And in uh, MMA, even though I'm definitely too old for MMA now. Um, oh, well, sorry about that. Um, personally, uh, I need my brain to keep working. Um, so yeah, that's for me, it's just seeing my members be more successful, uh, building a space where they can be their optimal versions. That's, 
that that feeds my soul and then my family gets a part of that when they come home they're like they have this enthusiastic person who motivates them um and so i, I want to be able to maintain that energy and they can see when i'm not meeting that i come home and it's it's destroying my brain I, i'm i'm uh, fixated on that so yeah I love it. I love it. And I appreciate you once again for joining me. I, I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode here. But before we do head out of here, please give a shout out to, you know, your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything just so the listeners can find some more info on you and your gym. Yes. So um, uh, my personal Instagram is at Dharma your way. Um, and my uh, my gym's Instagram is at the, uh, uh, what's the line, dash, uh, or underscore, uh, brave underscore uh, fitness. Um, and yeah, you can find us on Instagram with those two or just Dharma Shea on Facebook or the Brave Fitness on Instagram. Yes, sir, you guys. Make sure you check them out. Dharma Shea from Libre Fitness out of Hilo, Hawaii. I appreciate you once again. And as for the listeners here, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on this show is Alicia from Viva Fit out of Yucca Valley, California. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited to have you here today to learn more about what you do and to, you know, hear your insight on the industry. But before we dive too deep into that, tell me, you know, what it was that made you decide to open up this business? Well, I wanted to target people's soul growth on a different kind of level. And I believe that I needed a physical element to contribute that to so they could see growth and the most people are instant gratification monsters so by having a gym and showing them that we can make a change in our body internally makes them want their inner being to kind of grow as well so i just used physical fitness in a term to teach people how to be more mindful and I thought during this time and everything that's going on, we could use a lot more light in our world and we could help a lot more people clear out all those traumas that um, make us sometimes emotionally eat or not be motivated. So I wanted to facilitate that. And I couldn't just have a place that I could be like, okay, come in and let's meditate. I needed to show some immediate gratification and I'm a fitness guru. So I chose to use a gym to do that. Awesome. So your reason for opening this is a lot deeper than many, many people. They just open a gym yep. just because they like to work out. 
but you're mm-hmm. doing it for a much deeper reason. And so I really appreciate that. Um, so I would like to hear from you. Give us your elevator pitch of VivaFit. Tell us who you are, what services, products you have available. Kind of paint a picture for us because obviously all gyms are a little bit different. And I do think that you have a very unique approach to health and wellness. We do. So basically our pitches, we have a few different packages available at VivaFit so we can kind of meet everybody's economical and physical needs. We start with a base package of like $33 a month, which covers all of our gym um, use and equipment. Every single person gets an hour and a half of free personal training when they sign up so we can make sure that you're comfortable in your environment and that you know how to utilize our circuit and all of our equipment that we have. We take it up a step more. If you want full service of the gym, we offer 55 different classes a week. So we have yoga, Zumba, buns and abs, Muay Thai, a full service of kids classes, including karate and dance and physical fitness. Those memberships are $65 monthly. Then we have another package that's our transformational package. That's a really big seller here that offers um, weekly personal training, training plus your nutritional advice with our nutritionalist, or you can kind of swap that out for a massage if you kind of got your nutrition on the go. That's $155 monthly. That's a majority of our memberships that we have. Um, We chose not to do any kind of yearly fees or contracts just to make us competitive. We have a one-time sign-up fee. You can quit anytime you want with the 30-day notice. People really don't like the word contract and they don't like being tied into something. So that's kind of our model here. Okay, awesome. So mm-hmm. a little bit of everything, like no matter who you are and what you're looking to achieve, it sounds like you guys can really tap into any market. Every, yep. And we always let know, like people know that VivaFit has a little bit of a different twist. So we're all about um, manifestation, positive affirmations, um, being in a high vibe, cleaning out all that trauma sometimes that we take with us that affects every single part of our life. You can work on the outside of your body all you want and become a TikTok model. But the first time that trigger comes up, you don't know how to handle it. You're either emotionally eating or you're doing something else. And that's where a lot of people end up sabotaging their human growth in the gym world. Um, Because we have to have internal growth just as much as we have external growth. So we're teaching the mind-body connection and how to undo the negative wiring that we're taught, you know, through our subconscious um, brain that goes over and over again so it's got a little bit of a deeper touch than just hey come get on this equipment yeah definitely um so you know being that you have kind of a lot of options and you have like really an untapped amount of people that you can really target to get into the gym as things stand right now how many members do you guys have in the facility 155 Okay. And so are most of them on like one package over another, or is it pretty evenly spread amongst all the different memberships that you have available? We're starting to see a lot more of our higher packages and family packages because we are family friendly and we work with children. So we have a lot more of our transformational package, which we call the mind, body, and soul package more than any kind of base membership. People want the whole thing. Once they come in here, the vibe is different. The staff is different and they just want to live here. And we love that. Yeah, that's great. It's great for the client because we're helping them take a more personalized approach to their health and fitness. Um, And it's also good for 
business because we're bringing in a little bit more revenue when we have higher ticket packages available. So yes. it's kind of the best of both worlds. We're helping the clients, but also it's helping us stay afloat. And it's important to not forget about us sometimes um, if we're looking at really being able to help more people. Um, and so, you know, 155 members, is that a place, Alicia, where you guys are feeling comfortable or are you looking to continue to grow that family, welcome more members into the facility? Well, we've been in business for a little less than 90 days. So we've had a really huge um, outbreak of, you know, customers coming in. I am almost at the point of breaking even in the um, first 90 days of business, but I would like to have 230 okay. members. That's kind of like my number and that's pretty attainable for us. We haven't done any advertising. This has been word of mouth in this community. So people are um, just bringing their friends and as soon as they get in, they love the vibe. That's the consistent feedback that we get. This feels so nice. It feels so light. You guys care. We send out accountability text messages to every single one of our members every single week um, to make sure that we keep that personal touch that people just don't feel like they're a number. A lot of big gyms and even a lot of small businesses kind of forget that we need to be human beings and we need to care about them, not just, hey, their monthly bill or if it's declined or something along those lines. So just being a good human to other humans, our growth has, we only have about 3,000 square feet here. In our first month of signups, we kind of outgrew this space. So I had to purchase a lot more equipment and that worked really good. But now we're to the point where we're gonna be moving to add an extra 2,500 square feet. So we'll have 5,000 square feet and that will really be um, good for our members and for growth. Awesome. So you've really been able to grow so far through word of mouth and in this yep. industry, no matter who we are, we love word of mouth because it's free. Yep. It says a lot about us. <laughs> yeah. We are providing a good quality, you know, service. Our members are going to talk. They're going to go tell their friends. And then those friends already come in with that trust built up. And so it's an ongoing cycle. We like it because it's free. And so far in your first 90 days being in business, word of mouth has been amazing for you. Yeah. Um, and you haven't had to advertise at all. As no. you continue to grow, is that something that you're hoping to, to do? So you can reach people in your community who might not have a connection to somebody in your gym? Absolutely. We're just waiting. Um, we're not really waiting. There's always a revenue game that you're playing when you're a brand new business owner, when it comes to payroll, equipment, rent, and all of those things. So we have like flyers that we made. We're trying to target um, specific um, marketing groups. Like we have a senior center that's close to us. We are now approved for Silver Sneakers and Prime. So we've added some senior classes, taking a walk over there, doing some free senior stuff over there. We're a vendor for homeschoolers. So that's another aspect of just a little bit of income because now we can provide homeschoolers with the credits that they need for high school. So we will get that revenue from homeschooling. In order to advertise for that, I just went out to the park and I gave free obstacle courses for all the homeschooling kids, which brought in about like probably 40 new members. So it's really making sure that I'm ingrained in the community and giving back. One of my biggest things is like, you have to give to live. 
So we're constantly either having free classes for um, community children that might not be able to afford a gym membership, making sure that we're giving out food, making sure we're doing things for the community all the time. And Viva Fit is behind that, whether it's with our domestic violence, our boys and girls club. So in order to be successful in anything in life, you it's a universal law of reciprocity to make sure that you give to live. And that's what will keep us successful. To be honest with you, I have a very different belief system. Advertising is great, but at the end of the day, the universe will always take care of you if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that I, I definitely agree with you and, and believe that. Um, and so what I, the reason for me personally, the reason why I feel so passionately about the advertising piece is no matter how small the community you're in there's always somebody who could really benefit from our services who literally has no idea that we were there and yeah. for me it's like really personal because when I first moved to the Florida the Florida area I'd recently had a baby um, I moved to a community outside of Orlando I knew that I wanted to to get into the fitness realm but everything seemed really intimidating and then I saw an ad of a woman working out with a baby like on Facebook and I was like oh that that, that person looks like me yeah and I clicked on it and that's what led me to CrossFit and so it was like that hook that I needed that I didn't know that I needed I didn't know to Google CrossFit gym near me or mommy and me gym near me I didn't know to Google that um, and yeah. so that's why I really like that approach. And you are present on Facebook because that's how I found yeah. you. So walk me, through, walk me through your Facebook presence right now and how, how that has worked for you. So we started a Facebook page when we were in the construction zone. So people in the community could have another choice in our community. We've only had one gym for the last 13 years that kind of cornered the market. So that was a really reason why I wanted to open up in Yucca because I saw the potential to actually steal that and um, 100% make it ours with a better business model and treating our members, you know, in different kinds of ways and providing a different vibe. So Facebook, we started and also our Instagram. So everybody could kind of see that this is a family business. We had our kids here, you know, I had my dog here as we were building, they got to see absolutely everything. It took me five months to build the gym and get everything that I needed. Um, now we're just consistently posting on there so we can get with the algorithm on both Instagram and Facebook. We've done a couple sponsored ads. We have about 400 people following our page since we've had it. We try and do a lot of different engagement on there, talking to people, making sure that we're consistently replying back to people's messages in a timely manner, making sure we can take advantage of every kind of um, little city like the Morongo rant and rave. On the business days, we'll post stuff on there. Instagram is kind of the same way. Our next step is actually the newspaper and the radio station. So we just got quotes for those and we'll probably be starting that in August so we can kind of take it to the next level. Yeah, and the radio stations out there, the homeschooling groups, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that area, but they're huge. Um, yeah, the 107, the owners of the radio station are members here. So okay. we've been, yeah, so it's been pretty neat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, huge, huge, huge. Um, mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to ask you if you look at your business right now, I know you're just in the beginning stages, but what would you say is a bottleneck or a challenge that you guys are facing? And what are you doing to kind of overcome that? Um, I think it's important to recognize that this, this business is not always unicorns and rainbows. It has its own challenges. And so I think we can really learn from one another by how we overcome those. 
Um, I think honestly, the biggest challenge is finding um, capital mm -hmm. for new businesses. A lot of people don't want to look at you until you've been, you know, about three years into business. Getting a startup loan is really, really hard. And that kind of sometimes can stunt your growth. So that's been the biggest challenge for me. I've been turned down by so many different lenders because we've only been, you know, in business for three months, even though we have an average of ten to $15,000 on our monthly um, bank statements. They don't care if there's any kind of, you know, stuff happens when you first open a business, a check can bounce. It's just part of life, you know. Um, when I started this business, I actually had a dispensary and that kind of went south and I had this much money. Mm -hmm. And I Instacarted and I did DoorDash to build this gym. I worked 70 hours a week. It took me five months. So it was just kind of about the hustle. And you have to have that frame of mind all the time, every single day that you're just going to work. I work 18 hours a day, seven days a week to keep my overhead down. Um, another obstacle sometimes is fitness instructors. They seem to be pretty flighty. So that's always a challenge. I'm blessed that I'm certified in absolutely everything so that I can always fill in. Um, they add a lot to what we have going on here. But besides that, to be honest with you, we haven't had really any many months besides like, hey, we need some additional help for capital so we can grow this for the community. It's already taking off so much. We want to do more to give back. So finding capital has been my biggest challenge. Yeah, I mean, that's really, really difficult for any business, no matter what line of business we're in that addition harder you know yep the startup it's it's really difficult yeah. so what are some things that you have done within the business to really build up some capital how are you able to uh, save some money make some money within what you do um to to go for go to build a move forward with well, so to make it clear, we're not we're not at a revenue point. We're at an almost break-even point, which is kind of astronomical for a new business. Yeah. Three then normally you're seeing that within five years. Um, to be honest with you, it's the sign-up fee. So that fifty-dollar sign-up fee is what will carry you. And also making sure that you have an ACH and you're picking those ACHs on only two days of the month, you know, or a first and a fifteenth, and then a seventh and a twenty-eighth. So you can have auto drafts for your bills and you have continuous revenue all of the time. So locking people in on those um, auto drafts, making sure that they give you a 30 day notice to cancel, make sure that you at least have 60 days of revenue. So that's a, a very important model to us. Yeah, that is really, really important. I'm glad that you touched on that. Um, the ACH piece is huge. Uh, mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we have that guaranteed month to month reoccurring yep. coming in and you said you guys don't do contracts right now if I said like hey Alicia I want to pay for six months at once could I if I wanted like hypothetically, if I wanted to we've had people do that we have uh, several members here we've attracted um Viva fits a little bit of a bougie gym it's a bougie vibe um, it's very aesthetic to the eye. We have water bottle and towel service, a fully stocked bathroom with all kinds of different products. So um, we attract a lot of large business owners mm -hmm. and those business owners are paying sometimes for a full year, six months um, in advance. And that model really works well for us. Um, it can hurt you and it can help you because you want to have a reoccurring revenue 
monthly. So a lot of the times when you're a new owner and someone pays you six months in advance, that money's like, okay, I'm buying water bottles, right? You can't really depend on that as revolving revenue. So it's an upside and a downside to someone paying in full. Mm -hmm. And contracts are great. Um, the reason why we chose not to do them is because we have a local competitor in our area and every single, our Yelp reviews are just, and our Google are really amazing. If, when I looked at theirs, it was all about the contract, all about how to get out of the contract, how much money they were being charged, how they just felt they were being ripped off because they're not. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I, I've been that person on the other end. So like I said, again, I'm a universal law person. I give you 30 days to give us your notice. So I know that I at least have 60 days of revenue there. And we haven't had anybody leave. Yeah. It's a hundred. I think people really like the, the no contract thing. It's attractive. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and so I'm glad that your retention so far is amazing. Like 90 days in you you haven't had anybody leave. That's exciting. That says a lot about the service that you have to yeah. provide. And so the final kind of juicy, more loaded question that I always like to ask here is if, if I could hand you a magic wand and everything that you've ever dreamed of for your business was able to happen, what would that picture look like for you? It would be some capital. So I could expand. I, so I could expand and really do some marketing and some advertising and um, offer something to the community that we don't have. Yucca Valley has no youth programs. Yucca Valley has absolutely zero zilch um, for children. We are the only facility that offers now dance, karate, and physical fitness. So that model by itself is very attractive. My main goal is to kind of have somewhat of a kid's gym. So where we have the jungle gyms, the climbing ropes, all of that, half of the gym is kid's gym, half of the gym is the regular gym. So we could do birthday parties, kind of like the, not a Chuck E. Cheese, but you know, like the Chuck E. Cheese has like all those cool things for them to climb on. So I've actually been pricing that and kind of manifesting it because I do think that this area would be, um, it'd be astronomical for our growth. It'd be astronomical for the community. Right now, if anybody wants to have a cool birthday party at a my gym, they have to travel an hour away. Mm -hmm. Zero zilch, we have a library. That's it. Yeah, that's literally it. Uh, everything is in Palm Springs. And yeah. so- I wanna um, bring Yaka because I know how successful it's gonna be. Um, and that's really kind of where my mindset is. So we can have a family environment. We have so many traumas and different things going on in our life. A lot of parents aren't and families aren't really teaching their children a healthy lifestyle. So it's really exhilarating when we can see a mom and a dad and their three kids here all working out in class together and how much it'd be completely awesome. If your kid goes to kid gym, why you go to your gym and then now you can have a kid gym birthday party, you know, all yeah. of it. So trying to facilitate that so that we can really blow up that part of our um, business plan. Yeah, I think this would be amazing for the community, like so many kids in the community and it's such a, like in the summers, like there's literally nothing for kids to do unless they want to go outside and burn up. And so yeah. this would be the perfect place for kids to be able to blow off some energy, parents to be able to take care of themselves. Um, and so I really appreciate, you know, your outlook there. And I can't wait for you to make that happen. Um, it's about so <laughs> you know, so our program for our kids is a little different. They're actually saying, I'm proud of me. I love me. They're doing a little bit of mirror work because 
This is where we get a chance to delete negative wiring that is subconscious through parents. You will see a lot of us working with our, the parents. We'll hear them say a lot of negative things and I hear the children following that. So that's a really good inclination of how much we affect our children with our words. So if we can get them at a young age, we can maybe help outdo that programming and build them up with self-confidence and love. Um, so we're not erasing what we're erasing with our adults. Yep. Yeah. So I think your, your, your approach, and I said this in the very beginning, but it's just very unique. It's very needed, especially in this, this area. And so I am super excited. I had the chance to connect with you and hear what your goals are. And I'm excited to watch them come to fruition for you. Thank you. Um, what is the Instagram page for Viva Fit? Where can our listeners go to find you guys online? Viva Fit, Yucca Valley. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to check it out. Thank you again for being Thank here. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords Podcast, fill out the link in the description and our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a duo, two special guests. We have Jeff and Joe with Vision MMA Dayton. Folks, what is going on today? Happy Wednesday. How are we feeling today? Good. How are you doing, Great. man? Always good. Always good. Look, we're excited to have you guys on today. And uh, before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with Vision MMA Dayton, you know, first, either one of you could take the floor here, but we want to give you the opportunity to go ahead and give us a little description, a little perspective on how you would describe Vision MMA Dayton. What is it in your words? Yeah, Jeff, I'll let you explain. <laughs> uh, well, we're we're basically just a uh, like a full service MMA gym. Uh, we've been around for over ten years. We've uh, developed a different style of program. We're we're kind of a, a fighters gym. You know, it's not like the the crisp and clean mcdojos that you see around we we focus on doing the the grimy you know hard work that that we've found to be success that you need to have to be a successful fighter you know we try to train yeah. the most well-rounded and uh um you know hard-working fighters that we can get um so that so that they can uh be successful in the cage you know most of our guys have have been uh 
have been tested in multiple scenarios and it's just, you know, we focus on hard work. Uh, we have guys that jujitsu specialists, uh, striking specialists, uh, boxers, wrestlers. We try to incorporate as much as we can uh, to, to, to give the people that come in that want to step in the cage the best chance for success that they can. And those that just want to come in for a workout, uh, we give them a, a realistic uh, view of what it takes to be a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, kind of curious, I mean, are, are you guys fighters? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I haven't fought since 2013. So it's been over 10, almost 10 years since I fought, but um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had a few fights, you know, got, got a little older and uh, you know, family stuff came along, but Fitch is Jeff has fought recently in the past year or so. Oh. So he's, he's an active fighter is what we would consider him. Awesome. Although he's out on, he's on the injury reserve list right now, but he'll be back. <laughs> there we go. I love that. I love that. And so, you know, kind of curious here too, right? I mean, cause I, I typically, I don't really speak to too many MMA gyms here, but so if I came in right with no experience in fighting, I mean, I did a little bit of MMA when I was in like seventh, eighth grade, right. For two years or so near my, uh, my hometown. But if I came in and I was just an average, average guy, average Joe, um, would you guys put me on a path to eventually get into wanted to fight if I wanted to, of course, or like, is everybody kind of pushing that direction as well? I mean, obviously I know you guys aren't forcing somebody to, Hey, you're going to get in the cage, but like, is that usually what people's mindset shift to? Yeah, we're really good at, um, I tell everybody we work with all levels. I've had kids in there that take my adult classes that are 14, 15. And I've had people that are, you know, 50, 60, take my classes that, you know, just want to get in shape. And, um, we run our classes like fish said, it's a, it's a one-stop shop. You know, we teach, we run, we teach everything. So people can kind of pick and choose what they want to learn. And if they choose to fight, you know, we'll give them those scenarios as well. And, um, but yeah, I mean, anybody, any level, if you've never trained, I am fully confident that me and well, between us and the team can get people either ready to fight or successfully defend themselves, you know, give them comfortable self-defense um, for, you know, real world situations too. Yeah. So it goes, it's encompassed, you know. I love that. That's, That's so important. important. Yeah. Ahead, when, I, when I started, I had, I had no desire to fight. I just came into, you know, something <laughs> wanted to try out. And then it just, as I progressed, it was, yeah, went from yeah. I just want to do this to now how soon can I get back in the cage <laughs> wow that's awesome man and to see that firsthand I mean that's that's amazing wow Jeff I didn't even know that I wouldn't expect I thought you were just a full-blown fighter since you were like eight years old over here man this guy wow that's impressive wow okay and so you know um let's dive into the business a little bit here too guys if it's cool let's start with the bare bones basics um how many members are you serving currently I think we're 40 plus now. I think, you know, overall, roughly somewhere right around there, you know, it's give or take, it's a hit and miss type thing. It's month to month, you know, and things like yeah. that. But I think we probably have with kids and adults included, probably, you know, about active 40 or so. Would you say that's right, Fitch? Yeah, that's, uh, that's basically what I've got on the tracker. Nice. I did my homework. Gotcha. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and so, you know, um, I always like to ask this question, right? I mean, especially if you guys be in an MMA gym, I'm pretty sure it's a little different than a traditional gym or even a studio, but how have you guys found um, to be, what's been the best method or what's served you best on getting new people through the door? Uh, we've been mainly a lot of word of mouth, you know, but um, we market in our area, you know, to the, we were right by an air force base. So, you know, we try oh, to wow. market in there and uh, a lot of it's word of mouth, you know, and we just, you know, 
we try to make everybody feel comfortable at home, you know, as soon as they come in and, you know, we just, uh, yeah, that's, that's really it. You know, we just try to keep them, uh, comfortable and it, it you know, unfortunately, well, again, we rely on a lot of word of mouth. We have done some local advertisement, but nothing other than big like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky to have not only the air force base, but a college right next to us also. Yeah, right so we, we attract a lot of college kids that are, you know, for whatever reason, want to experiment. I think they're, you know, aspiring fighters been at a bar fight so now they're like oh yeah i want to try ufc oh man yeah i'm Whatever. pretty sure they get a, a rude awakening <laughs> coming yeah. in there. there's there's no such yeah. you can't have an ego when you step in the gym yeah yes. no it's very true very That's true I, yeah i love that and i think um you know i think for you guys especially i think being an mma gym it's always different i always like you that perspective because i think number one um you know word of mouth is obviously a thanks to your fulfillment you guys are good at what you do People are going to talk good about you guys and it brings referrals. So I think that's awesome. Um, but I'm always kind of curious, especially for you guys being around for 10 plus years, what other methods has worked, whether it's unorthodox or very common, right? So say, for example, unorthodox being, you know, flyers, right? It's not too many people do that anymore, right? It's like guerrilla marketing that people don't really like to do, but has that ever served you well? Or even the more common, you know, which has come with the innovation of, of COVID, of course, like social media or, you know, things like that. Has any of those things served you well as well? Yeah, yeah we've done. Active on social. Yes. Social media is definitely one of them. And then um, we've done in the area where, um, what was it like parades? We were, um, it's been a couple of years, but we did a parade where we handed out flyers. It was a local fair, you know, where we're from a parade in the, in the city and things like that. And um, I think we've done some uh, advertisement through the high school, you know, buying okay. and like sponsoring, you know, whatever it is to give an article or a, a little flyer on their book or something like that, you know, but yeah, social media, we're pretty active on that. We push a lot of that, you know, encourage the guys to tag themselves and, you know, Hey, at vision yeah. MMA date and, you know, things like that. But yeah. Yeah. And I think it serves the viewers as well, right. To understand that there is versatility. Cause I think, um, I, I think almost every gym, I think in any business, you're going to have referrals and it's going to be a predominant factor. As long as you're good at what you do, you're not providing a bad service. It's inevitable. Yeah. So I, I think it's all, yeah, exactly. And I think when you can give perspectives to other things as well, it kind of opens their eyes. Okay, cool. I cannot just expect people to walk through the door because you guys are established or right? you guys have been around for 12 years. I mean, you're going to have a name in the community. So no. um, I, I appreciate the, the explanation there guys. And so, you know, kind of, again, kind of curious for this one, because again, it's MMA gym. I, I, I can't really see uh, uh, there being much of a difference, but I'm sure uh, this answer might be different than what I hear most often. But, um, you know, let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things were unlimited here. I mean, hypothetically speaking, of course, I mean, what's your max? I mean, how much higher can you go? Uh, well, I, we just uh, gave the gym a little bit of a facelift, added a bunch more mat space. Um, you know, we've rearranged our class schedules a little bit so that we can uh, accommodate more times. We can run multiple classes throughout the day. So right now we've kind of got uh, some days we've kind of got split up so that they're at certain times we've got, you know, if you want to take a boxing class, you know, that's it from this time to this time. And then over in this part of the gym, we're going to do jujitsu. If we're, we've got, we've got some room to grow. And, uh, you know, our, our biggest thing now is uh, I think, trying to incorporate more times when we can have more people to instruct throughout the day, um, you know, yeah. opening up more availability for our classes. I mean, it, it, there's been days where it's been, you know, very packed in the gym and it's like, you know, one more person and we would have been, you know, yeah. a little overwhelmed, but you know, we, luckily there's a lot of us that can 
can handle, you know, diverse people. There's always more than one instructor at the class. So, if, you know, one person's overwhelmed with a lot of the, the beginners, you know, we can take them aside and like run them over here and then still can maintain like the, the more advanced guys on a different side and, you know, take them into the cage, do whatever. You know, it's, we've, we've got a lot of room to grow, but you know, it's. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. 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 yeah the yeah. mat space is big. We, you know, we definitely increased quite a bit of mat space recently. So that, that should help out quite a bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's great that you guys understand that there's, where you guys are strong and where you guys want to improve on and what, what's going to come next. I think you guys have a great uh, just kind of perspective, you know, that, that direct linear kind of goal of like, Hey, we're going to be going this way. Right. And we know that we can, you know, if we had one more person, we'd be over one, but we know we're going to be doing this to get to where we actually want to be. So I think that's great that you guys understand on a high level, right? Because I think a lot of people just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're kind of good at where we're at. Or like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, but they're not, you're not cruising. They're, you're just looking forward towards a bigger picture, which I think is awesome. And so, you know, I know obviously it's, it's the both of you guys, and I'm pretty sure you guys both are working all on the back end as well as the front end here. But how do you manage, you know, having 40 plus clients here? I mean, the metrics, the numbers, I'm sure it's more than, I'm pretty sure there's more than 40 people who've been through your gym who are probably still in your pipeline and your softwares or whatever you guys use. How do you manage, you know, tracking those numbers of how long they've been with you, what they're doing, if they're, how do you manage that? Uh, a lot of Google docs, uh, you know, yeah. I keep started a system of tracking, you know, for random systems for payments for, you know, memberships, waivers, um, you know, it's just a, a lot of behind the scenes typing on the phones and the, the computers, just trying to make, make the numbers make sense and see where we're at. You know, uh, at the end of the year, I'm like, you know, if we, if we get two more members, we can, you know, if we get two more leads, we can do this. If we get, you know, if two more people show up per month or, you know, whatever it, it it's a lot of just like, uh, I guess stubby pencil work behind the scenes, trying to track and, uh, maintain files. Sorry, Joe, I didn't know if you were going to add something on that, on that one. I don't know if you were going to add anything there. Uh, yeah, we have another business partner named Dory. She helps. She does a lot of the um, the she, like cool. the, uh, the paperwork payments and things like that. People that pay on cash, she'll keep that on file. And then Fitch usually adds them in on his, micro, his Excel program so that we can keep it up. Yeah, I love that. And I think, I mean, look, I always say keep it simple. Don't get sexy. I think... Google Docs, Google Suite, I think it's the best thing to use. I, honestly, I mean, it's the best way to track, you know, Google Sheets. It's, I think it's the easiest thing. People add so many CRMs and softwares and all these extra things to make it easier. But, I mean, you still have to. Keep it simple. Yeah. yeah, plug it in just like you would on Google Docs. So, I mean, to me, I think that's the easiest way to do it. That's exactly what I was using up until my last day at, at being a, a personal trainer. So, um, awesome, guys. And, I like to ask this question. It's kind of a self-reflecting question. It's a longer question. So bear with me, if you will. Um, if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. But a good question in itself. So, um, you know, what we've been discussing this entire podcast and, and what we use more often than any in, in the fitness and gym industry are three pillars of business, okay? One, the first one is lead generation, marketing, getting people through the door, okay? Number two is your acquisition, which is sales. So acquiring somebody from being interested to be an actual paying monthly client and last is going to be your retention and ascension which is keeping your clients longer but getting them to buy more from you in that process so of those three gentlemen i mean where do you feel like you guys could improve the most 
It's a good question. Um, I mean, really just getting more people in the door, you know, now that we've got some more mat space, you know, getting people in the door. I think our work speaks for itself once we get people in there. Case in point, I had a guy come in last night. He was first time ever doing anything, wanted to do BJ Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. He um, he messaged me after class, and he will. He said he'll be. He's hooked. He's like, I loved it. I'll be back. So once we get people through the door, that's that's you know our biggest thing. I think marketing and getting people in there, and uh, the action and the work speaks for itself. You know, so I think that's one of the biggest things is getting some more people in there, um, changing our schedules around, things like that, getting some things tweaked out a little bit. You know. And, opening up more. I think if we can get our gym open more during the day and other times, you know, I think that would be another big thing that could help improve. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, leads generation, like you said, once we get them in, uh, maintaining them and, and getting them to continue is, is relatively easy because there's, there's no ceiling really for us. You know, if, if you start out the basic beginner fighter, you know, just doing, you know, grappling tournaments, jujitsu tournaments, and then you progress to the, the MMA or whatever. You know, there's no limit to, you know, how many fights you can take, how, how far you can go. It's up to how much work you put in. And, you know, we've shown that we're able to get fighters from that, that, you know, small stage, local stage, you know, Joe and I were just out in Connecticut last month for a, a Bellator fight. You know, it's, we've got guys that have made it, you know, from small local shows all the way up to the big shows. So, keeping them in is easy. And, you know, as we continue to gain that, that recognition, you know, people see Dayton vision MMA, a small local gym on Showtime at a Bellator fight. You know, that's a big, that's a big draw in itself that, you know, leads like that will help us develop, but it's, it's, you know, continuing to grow off that, you know, we've, we've shown that we can keep them in once we get them and continue to help them progress as much as well, as long as they're willing to put in the work, it's not easy. Being a fighter is hard. You know, not everybody's built to get punched in the face on a regular basis. Um, So it takes a certain type of person. And that's, you know, I think that's part of the draw. Uh, It's also part of the limitations too, though. A lot of those guys, a lot of those leads we get in, they come in thinking it's going to be super easy. They're just going to walk in like, you know, I've been in a bar fight, I'm tough, whatever. And then they come in and see all the work that the fighters actually have to put in. They're like, hey, maybe this ain't for me, you yep. know, and then, you know, and then we have to tailor it back, you know, we're like, all right, well, we're not saying you necessarily have to fight, but you can still come in and hang out, get in good shape, do whatever, you know, there's no disrespect in that at all. It's just, you know, it's not everybody's built to be a fighter. So it's, it's getting those guys in with an expectation that we're going to be able to continue whatever fitness journey you want. We can do it. That's yep. awesome. Perfectly said. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, uh, you know, the last two questions for you guys, my two favorite questions. Uh, what What's the bigger picture for you guys? What are you guys trying to accomplish long-term? I want grow. I would like to see, again, I would like to see a fully functional, you know, day, night operation gym. You know, we've been running for a long time, but we usually, we just run nights, you know, mainly, you know, we've had some day classes here and there, but we're usually only open from five o'clock to till 10 o'clock till, you know, till everybody's done, you know, we were in, so I would love to see it, uh, become a full, you know, full-time gym as opposed to kind of, you know, where we're at night and things like that. So I think we have more potential, especially with some of the growths and changes that we're making to make that happen. So that's, that's one of the goals I would like to see. I would love to see it become a fully functional, you know, I mean, it's, it's fully functional as it is, but more, you know, open more. I think that would open up a lot more doors and generate more revenue in the long run. Well, you, Jeff, want to add anything there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the same goal, you know, to continue to oh, nice. have more 
<laughs> more, more time, more, uh, more people, more generations. Uh, you know, it's, we've, we've been open for a long time. Um, you know, we're continuing to grow like in our, in our area, we're one of the, the better known gyms for what we do. Like every time we go to a local fight or even a bigger fight, you know, people know who we are. We get recognition, you know, we've, uh, affiliated with another local gym down here and we're trying to build like the best MMA team that we can have. Uh, so we just want to, you know, continue to expand continue to get these guys that want to come in, put in hard work, you know, iron sharpens iron. So the, the more people that we can get in to help our guys get better, you know, the, the better everybody's going to be in general. So it's, you know, just to continue to grow, gain more members, have more availability to run the classes during the day. We're both active training. You know, we love it too. So we need, you know, the more people we get in, the better for he and I, <laughs> the yeah. more people we get to punch and get to punch us. So, A hundred percent, hundred percent. And last question for you guys, my favorite question. I mean, this one, oh, we had somebody last month, man. He walked out for like 20 minutes to, to ponder on this, uh, on this response here. Um, so, you know, and it, it's definitely going to be two different answers. I would think because, um, you guys both started at different times. So, um, but I would be honestly surprised if it's the same answer. So, you know, if gentlemen, if you guys could go back in time to when you first started and for you, Jeff, when you first hopped on the team here, um, you know, sit yourself down with the knowledge, you know, now and talk to yourself when you first started and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you guys? Go ahead, Jeff. I'll let you go first. I still got to think of mine. <laughs> uh, temper my expectations. Um, you know, I came in thinking you know, I was full steam ahead. I wanted to, everything to work the way I wanted it to work, when I wanted it to work. That's not a reasonable expectation. Like I can't just jump in and expect to change the current of the, the way things flow in a short period of time. Uh, big changes take big time. You know, It's not something that you can facilitate you know, you can't put in a maximum amount of effort and just expect to defeat the flow of the time. Like some things, no matter how hard you work, it's going to take a lot more time than you expect to accomplish your goals. And you got to be willing to put that time in. So it was, you know, I might've came in thinking like, all right, you know, tomorrow everything's going to be great. We're going to have, you know, everything is going to be the way I want it. We're going to have, million members we're going to be able to expand globally take over the world in mma you know whatever and uh you know things take time it's been you know over five years and we're still working towards the goal it's not it doesn't happen overnight and it takes a lot of work so be prepared great answer great answer for you joe i would say be patient you know stick with it um Kind of similar to what Jeff said, you know, honestly, you know, just be patient and don't, don't, you know, keep your goals, you know, not minimal, but, you know, keep things, um, how do you say that? I'm trying to think here. Stay patient and keep, you know, one goal at a time, you know, keep working towards that and, uh, you know, don't falter, you know, stick with it. You know, that's my biggest thing. I just, same thing I've done, you know, but it's hard <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you guys. <laughs> I got you. you. No, listen, look, it was, I understand completely. I think it's really having the understanding of don't over expect almost walking with no expectation, if anything. Right. I think it's when you come with the mentality that it's just like, 
it's just going to work, right? You kind of just, it's a, it's a false expectation there. And I understand completely. So and awesome take the good with the bad. That would be something I would say, you know, cause there's a lot of bad and there's a lot of good to come with it. You know, some days you're the nail, some days you're the hammer and you know, that was one thing. Yeah. That would be it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a good, I, I, I like that, that, that metaphor. There. That's awesome. That's awesome guys. Like it, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode, but before we sign out, Guys, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you guys and the gym? Uh, Dayton Vision MMA on Facebook. Um, we've got a Instagram also, Dayton Vision MMA. Um, you, know, you can hit either one of us up at any time. Uh, the, the email for us, uh, DaytonVisionMMA at gmail.com. Uh, phone number 937-902-7130. Nine three seven six eight one nine two five four. Either way, call us. We're both on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff. <laughs> there we go. There we go, guys. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast, and look forward to seeing what you guys can accomplish down the road. Um, just stick around for two seconds if you guys can. Just like let you know how you guys are going to get the podcast. Just going to sign everybody else out over here. Um, cool. And uh, and to everyone else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.